Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dead Board Podcast, episode four. Oh, my God. Ah, I'm moving it. Is it for an episode four? <laughs> well, it's not really poorly next, so... If she speaks and you hear an immediate scream afterwards, it's because she literally moved an inch. Um, this episode. Yes, this is going to be a bit of a creepy episode, uh, we're hoping. We have our first guest on the show this week. Um, so Danny is going to be our guest. Hello, Danny. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, so you should probably specify that he is your brother. Yeah, he is my brother. Okay, we'll we'll let that bit of a GDPR slip, I suppose. Um, <laughs> yes, we are a kid. Now get an ancestry.com. You fucked. <laughs> So for this week, we, uh, well, particularly me and my brother, have been uh, researching a couple of things and Joelle has not. So this week, we're basically going to be telling Joelle um, about the SCP Foundation. Now, the SCP Foundation is such an amazing rabbit hole to fall down. Um, I only Basically, how hard it was not to google it yeah <laughs> i i um for, for that exact reason made sure i didn't send you what it was just in case you thought i have a quick look i was like i was at work on sunday and it was really quiet and i was like don't google it don't <laughs> google it I really wanted to. but um what it does mean is um there'll be plenty of questions and i'm sure after the episode you will want to google it to learn more um i only heard about it probably about two coming up to two months ago now and I literally heard about it from my brother mentioned on the previous episode that I was really mad that I hadn't heard of it before because it's so awesome um so before we get into what the SCP foundation is um if anybody has seen the film um Cabin in the Woods this film I believe was inspired by the whole um SCP foundation type world and you say that but uh i still maintain that it's the initiative from buffy (laughs) that's what we're going with well it's a theory it's a theory i mean i don't know if anybody's actually you know from the film producers and stuff have actually specified that it was but i've read a couple of things uh hinting towards that so um to begin with um well we're gonna let our, our guest dan um just have a quick hello and then whenever he's ready he can start um, telling us all about this week's topic there's a lot of pressure as well because you're the first guest so if you fuck up <laughs> you've got down for everyone i'll try my best i'll okay. try my best okay right uh <clears throat> okay. so take it away dan okay so uh, as you know i'm done uh, and today's subject is the scp foundation so for those who have never heard of the scp foundation uh, it is basically an offshoot of uh, the internet creepy pastors, which you may have heard about. Um, so, what the SCP Foundation is is it's a a fictional organisation which keeps uh, anomalous objects, shall we say, and sentient beings which could be considered dangerous uh, away from the public. So, um, try to think of something similar to that. I'm not sure what you could. What, what did it stand for? Uh, so the SCP stands for Secure, Contain, Protect. Oh, I thought, oh. Yeah, so as you were saying, maybe like, a, I suppose one way of thinking about it is 
you've got kind of but you've got zoos so if you think about zoos you've got like yeah animals that are kind of caged contained kept away from the public but in a zoo's point of like view you can go and see the the subject i suppose yeah. whereas and it, and this thing's not real obviously yeah so <laughs> <laughs> Although, well, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure nobody would want these things to be real. Well, so this is the same. So what you're saying is, I'll put it into terms of context that maybe someone that says Buffy knows. In season four of Buffy, the worst season yet, the initiative, they keep all of the um, demons and stuff. Like they keep them as subjects and they test on them and they do stuff to them and they're like trying to work out. I guess it's that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Right. That's a, that's a really good sort of analogy to make there, yes. Yeah. So it's more sort of finding the subject, containing them, protecting the public from them, and also kind of keeping down on, on the down low that they exist. Think Torchwood as well, that always had like a cool yeah. thing going yeah. for it. Uh, but this tends to be a lot more scary. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Um... Not only is it living beings, as I said, it's also anomalous objects. So, uh, you know, I think, for example, there's one, it's like a Halloween bowl of sweets. And if you take, it says take one sweet only. If you take more than that, your hands fall off <laughs> painfully. So, yeah, it's things like that. <clears throat> oh, my gosh, it's like everything we talk about on this podcast. It's perfect, yes. So In something. Exactly. So the SCPs are generally made by day-to-day people. What you do is you would uh, come up with an idea, hopefully something that's not necessarily been done yet or something, you know, with like a cool twist on it. You would write a report and you Hmm. would submit it to the foundation. And if the foundation likes the idea, um, obviously sometimes they help you tidy it up a little bit, smooth around the corners, that kind of thing, then it'll get published um, on the website and there'll be a record of the... the entity or the scp so it's quite a lot to get your head around to begin with but the the basics are it could be anything it could be absolutely anything and not all scps are a a bad thing so there are nice scps there are things that are useful there are things that are just a bit strange for instance um there is an SCP, I can't remember the number, I should really have that, um, and it's basically a pocket knife, and at any time, if you get that pocket knife out, it will give you exactly what you need at the time, so for instance, if you're locked in a room, you open the pocket, the, you know, Swiss Army knife thing, and it's got the key to escape, right. got a can of I, need, I need to interrupt, right, okay, go, go ahead, because I'm, I'm so glad I'm not stoned, because if I was stoned, I'd do this, that's why I said, <laughs> Right, it's not real, but there's people on the internet that mm. pretend like it is real. Yes, and they give fucking code numbers and everything. Yes, it is a yeah. fandom. You basically read it under the guise of it is real, but it's it's not. If you know what I mean, it's um, like a it's, it's just kind of like a really a really good fictional universe to become sort of uh, immersed in. If you, like as you read them, yes, it feels it's like you break like- into a government. Wow. Yeah, so when you visit the website, it will basically say, if I get the website up now... Um... Yeah, what's the website? Let me have a look at it on my bastard phone. So if you just type in SCP Foundation, 
and it'll come up as scp-wiki.net. That's the website. And the first thing that you are greeted with is um, a white page and it says, warning, the foundation database is classified. Access by unauthorized personnel is strictly prohibited. Perpetrators will be tracked, located and detained. So this is the sort of thing that if you were to sort of stumble up on, you think, should I actually be looking at this? Or I was like, am I going to get the CIA busting through my door any second? The Like the FBI, you know what I mean? It's it's basically yeah. something that upon first looking at it, you think, well, this is a little bit scary looking. Um, and the more you explore the website, the weirder it kind of gets. So one of the best things that you can do is if, if you literally go up to, there's a banner at the top that will say SCP series. And you can literally click on any series there. Uh, click on a number so let's go on yeah I'm just looking at, at right I'm on six now let's have a look I'm gonna scroll down and click on one dun, 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 tell me it's up now okay um wasted because fuck it why not <laughs> so it's so SCP number five four one two five four one two and it says uh, SCP-5412 is held within Aquatic Containment Unit A at Site 51. Is that Area 51? So there's various... In this universe, there are loads of different containment sites all around the world, I think, technically. So depending on where this particular entity was located or this item or whatever it is, will have been taken to, would have thought either its closest site or the site that is appropriate for containing that type of being. Okay. okay, so it says the, con the containment unit is retrofitted with hydroelectric turbines, a high-grade generator and a liquid dissipation unit. All maintenance of the containment unit will be enacted through automated systems. Duplicate equipment is to be maintained in preparation for critical malfunctions. Power generated through SCP-5412 is utilised as the main power source for sub-levels two through four. Right. And basically, okay. this is just a beer keg. Okay. That... Currently influenced by a H A U M A T U R G I C whatever process, <laughs> a recurring cycle of beer production okay. at a rate of approximately sixty-five thousand seven hundred eight liters per minute. SCP five four one two manifests the beer with its keg beer with a pressure of approximately four hundred thirteen thousand kPa. Um, so basically, this is it just creates beer. Yeah. Exactly. So I need that. Yeah. <laughs> how, how fucking great would that be? <laughs> so um, it will generally like you've like you've had a look. Not all things are bad. So this one I'm looking now. It says it was created using a rudimentary thormic dance ritual used by ancient Nordic. Sayumaro, I think it says. Um, the ritual was originally created to refill beer or mead casks while supplies were low. It is theorized that incorrect movements and wording caused a deviation from the intended purpose of the ritual. So it was accidentally created. Um, and it says the discovery is it was created and activated by three students within a dormitory in, Stain, in Montclair State University. Um, and it actually says it was quite new so it's 22nd of march this year it was created uh the foundation was 
contacted by assets within the New Jersey State Police after approximately 60% of the university property was flooded with beer. After locating the source of the flood, the foundation containment team successfully recovered it. A concealment team subsequently enacted a cover story involving malfunctions at a local beer product plant, causing a backflow into the local water supply. The following transcript was recovered from a file, and then there's some like proof of them talking. So it's like it's like yeah. men in black and shit. <laughs> yeah, that's something else that I suppose you could definitely link it to with this whole like universe, this whole fandom just, theory. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about so I could just make one up. I could be like, there's a goblin and it comes in and if you don't go to bed past uh, 11 or 3 exactly, it takes your fingernails off. Exactly. Yeah, you could potentially make one if you wanted, but it would have to be written in this exact format as though it was written and... So I'd have to put, the goblin was found um, by a university student at the University of Bradford um, when they went to bed earlier than 11 or 3 whilst drunk, and then the goblin came and took everyone's fucking fingernails. (laughs) Potentially, yeah. So as long as you wrote something that hadn't been done, that was mildly interesting exciting something that was a cool idea if the if the foundation thought it was clever enough then they may accept it i hope you're going to tell me some of the scary ones oh yeah we're going to go over some great ones now yeah um so hopefully you kind of get the gist of what's going on um so i'm going to go to danny again for to kind of tell us a little bit about um the way well we'll go for classifications just straight out so that um, people understand the difference um and wherever you want to go with that one as well dan so when you're ready okay so Basically, each SCP has a classification as to what sort of object it is. Um, so it comes in three main um, sort of classifications. There's a few more, but they're a bit more uh, obscure, shall we say. So the most uh, basic one you'll come across is a safe class. So a safe class SCP uh, is an anomaly that um, can be easily and safely contained. And it's often due to the fact that the Foundation has researched the SCP well enough that the containment does not require significant resources or that the anomalies require a specific and conscious activation of trig- or trigger. Uh, classifying an SCP as safe, however, does not mean that handling or activating it does not pose a threat. Uh, and then the next one we'll come across. Um, yeah, 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 basically like that. Um, so the next one we'd come across would be a Euclid class object. So a Euclid class SCP is an anomaly that requires more resources, uh, resources to contain um, safely, or where containment isn't always reliable, so it could escape, uh, essentially. Uh, usually this is because the SCP is insufficiently understood or inherently unpredictable. Euclid is the object class with the greatest scope and is usually a safe bet for any SCP um, that, uh, you know, uh, that doesn't easily fall into any of the standard object classes, basically. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, Euclid SCPs could be uh, sentient, autonomous, or sapient. Um, due to that, it's usually classed as Euclid because you know you can't tell what they're always going to do. <clears throat> and the last one uh, is usually the most dangerous. So this class is called Keta. So a Keta class SCP uh, is an anomaly that is exceedingly difficult to contain consistently or reliably, 
With containment procedures often being extensive and complex, the foundation often can't contain these SCPs well due to not having a solid understanding of the anomaly or lacking the technology to properly contain or counter it. A key to SCP does not mean the SCP is dangerous, just that it's simply very difficult or costly to contain. So there are your three basic classes. I can't believe they've just, um, my mind's blown that they've come up with all these frigging, they've spent the actual time. Should, <laughs> they should make it into a TV show. They should. Although there is, there is a lot of media that's been um, sort of influenced by it. Like there's a few video games, like there's one called um, Control, which is based on the SCP Foundation in a way. Uh, and I believe SCP itself has a fan-made game, which is very popular. Um, I believe, like, you know, like people like PewDiePie or, uh, I don't know, who's like a famous horror streamer. Yeah, they'll um, they'll often, they have done videos on them. And I've, I've played it myself, it's pretty good. Uh, so if any of you out there enjoy games, I recommend give uh, SCP uh, Containment Breach a go. A go. That's a really, good, a really good horror game. Right, so um, however you want to go forward, Dan, if you want to start going through some um, of your favourite SCPs or whatever you want to do now. I've got. I'm all um, So I'll start with the dangerous one just as a bit of a crowd pleaser. So this one is one of the most popular ones that you'll probably have heard of if you're familiar with the SCP okay. Foundation. So this one is called SCP-096, The Shy Guy. Uh, so... Let me just pull up my page. There we go. So SCP-096, object class Euclid. SCP-096 is to be contained in its cell, a 5 by 5 by 5 meter airtight steel cube at all times. Weekly checks for any cracks or holes are mandatory. Uh, they are to be absolutely no video surveillance or optical tools of any kind inside 096's cell. Security personnel will use pre-installed pressure sensors and laser detectors to ensure SCP-096's presence inside the cell. Any and all photos, video, or recordings of SCP-096's likeness are strictly forbidden without approval from Dr. Redacted. So a lot of the time, names of certain characters are uh, redacted or cut out um, with a black box. So if I say redacted, it just means I can't tell you that piece of information. Yeah. So, <clears throat> description. SCP-096 is a humanoid creature measuring approximately 2.38 meters in height. Subject shows very little muscle mass with preliminary analysis of body mass, suggesting mild malnutrition. Arms are grossly out of proportion with the rest of the subject's body with an approximate length of one and a half meters each. Skin is mostly devoid of pigmentation with no signs of any body hair. SCP-096's jaw can open to four times the norm of an average human. Other facial features remain similar to an average human with the exception of the eyes, which are also devoid of pigmentation. It is not yet known whether SCP-096 is blind or not. It shows no signs of any higher brain functions and is not considered to be sapient. SCP-096 is normally extremely docile with pressure sensors inside its cell indicating it spends most of the days pacing by the eastern wall. However, when someone views SCP-096's face, whether it be directly via video recording or even a photograph, it will enter a stage of considerable emotional distress. 096 will cover its face with its hands and begin screaming, crying, and babbling incoherently. Approximately That's one to two like minutes. Me, to <laughs> Approximately one to two minutes after the first viewing, 096 will begin running to the person who viewed its face, who will from this point be referred to as 096 1. 
Documented speeds have varied from 35 mi uh, kilometers per hour to redacted. So we don't know how fast it can actually go. And seems to depend on distance from 096 at this point. Uh, no known material or method can impede SCP-096's progress. The actual position of 96-1 does not seem to affect 096's response. It seems to have an innate sense of 096-1's uh, location. No, this reaction does not occur when viewing an artistic depiction. Upon arriving at SCP-096-1's location, 96 will proceed to kill and data expunged uh, 096-1. 100% of cases have left no traces of dash one. 96 will then sit down for several minutes before regaining its composure and becoming docile once again. It will then attempt to make its way back to its natural habitat, uh, data redacted, due to the possibility of a mass chain reaction, including breach of foundation secrecy and large civilian life loss. Retrieval of subjects should be considered alpha priority. Dr. Redacted has also pensioned for immediate termination of 096. Termination order has been approved and is to be carried out by Dr. Redacted. And then we've got a, a log of uh, a conversation, but they're not as interesting to read. So I'll leave that down to the viewers if they want to read in that bit a bit more. Right. Wait. Let me just ah move my neck again. Right. Just 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 hear me out here. Because <laughs> I just I've got a few questions. So <laughs> they're saying that this this thing, the shy guy, let's that's what it's called, mm -hmm. right? Right. Yeah. You can't look at him through a camera. You can't look at him in person, but you can look at a drawing of him. How the fuck do they draw him if you can't look at him? So people have seen him. Um, and... How how, the, how have they seen him, Danny? How have they seen him? <laughs> well, right? this is actually, how have they seen him? You can't look at him and he comes for you and kills you. So how have they fucking seen him? This is actually covered in the little... Um conversation log which i'll let the, the viewers read to leave a bit of mystery well i it. need you to give me like a basis of it because i'm not it's you know like in pirates of the caribbean where they say well no one survived the black pearl and like jack sparrow's like well if no one survived where do what stories come from so if no one survived this dickhead where do, how do they know <laughs> how do they know so basically when when they were retrieving him um they sent a group of people and uh all of them saw his face by one who managed to get a bag over his head. He was the only survivor. Um, but there was a few other people there on the team that saw it and um, managed to sort of get a quick artistic depiction down, I believe, uh, before, you know, before it managed to get them inside the helicopter um, or something along those lines. It's been a while since I've read it, but yeah. Um, so basically, so, basically, someone was able to see it and um, in a group of people and do a quick artist depiction before it ripped his head off or whatever it does um as, yeah yeah <laughs> right so well, there's your answer joel someone did a quick chalk a, a, a quick chalk drawing of him and that's how we know nah, that's memory yeah, that. the, um, <laughs> the thing is that good with this one is that uh if you can imagine there could be pictures of him out in the world that no one's seen like you know you take a picture of a landscape of a forest and it's in there somewhere you've not noticed and his face is on there and somebody sees the picture at some point and then it comes for them and uh, you know, imagine that. Yeah. yeah, you can Google it. People have made uh, fan arts of it, so it's. Quite, I'm ready to quite die. So, um, so yeah, it's it's pretty interesting that one. I do like that one. Love the shy guy. Oh, I mean. 
hopefully that, that if, response if is all that anyone needs to know about it. <laughs> yeah. If anyone's wondering what it looks like and you can't be bothered to Google it, think um what's his name? Think Slender Man without a suit and without the tentacles, and that's basically him. Yeah, it's like a long like, black skinned dangly guy. The man that got uh, excommunicated. <laughs> it's communicado. Yeah. It's like when the man went for work one day and forgot to put his clothes on. Do you know what it looks like? Do you remember that stupid, creepy pasta that was like, um, these are like uh, Russian subjects that didn't sleep for 72 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> looks like that. <laughs> right, so... It um, looks a bit like a tall, tall guy that you might know. Anyway, right, go. <laughs> a tall guy. Um, yeah, so that's like one of the more popular SCPs. Um, I believe it might be one of the original ones and it's been shared lots of times and yeah. Yeah, so that's 096. So that was one like that was one of the first 100 to be made. Yeah. It's, it's a good one. Zero zero one actually, that's quite interesting because that's um, a kind of a point of contention amongst the community. There's like four or five different ones that are, are classed under that one because no one can decide which is like the canonical one. Ah, uh, you mean no one can decide which the original one was? Yeah, like no, no one wants to say this is one because, you know, it, it's the best one sort of thing. So I believe there's like four or five different ones that are classed under that. So, um... For, for my SCP, I've actually created one this week. So I've um, tried my best to create one following most of the guidelines uh, from the SCP Foundation. Um, I've also done some visuals. If anyone is interested, I will upload the visuals to our Instagram. Um, I know my mum found visuals and was like, oh my God, I thought she died. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she she did say that Like she, she said something like, I was about to die and then you told me it wasn't real. And so I suppose that's a good reaction. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, so um, it's not completely finished, but I've put quite a bit of work into getting there. So hopefully it sounds okay. So the SCP number, I've had to put a random number in because obviously it's not been given an official number, but I've gone for the number 7249. It just sounded good. Okay. So, you know what that is like i'm sure there should be like a mathematical person that'll tell us i don't even know what a palindrome is and all that shit but that's quite a good number i like it i like the number it flows doesn't it, it does it does this is a math wizard like carol vorderman that listens to this hit us up why is that such a good number She's gushing <laughs> carol vorderman's gushing. <laughs> 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 Right, so SCP-7249, object class, Euclid, exclosure specifications, a 10 metre by 10 metre by 10 metre room with all mirrored walls, a gutter drainage system along all four edges of the room with adequate filtration system to ensure debris can be collected sufficiently. Special containment procedures, SCP-7249, enclosure is to be hosed down fortnightly and power washed of any loose matted hair rotten teeth or sebum in case anyone wants to know sebum is what the the kind of oil that your skin excretes so a lot of the time you get it around your scalp and stuff sebum no definitely look it's more like sebum sebum you know when you see <laughs> so before entering the enclosure agents must look into the room through a periscope to determine the location of scp 
I ain't even put the number in. Uh, there we go. <laughs> um, cleaning duties are to be performed by no less than two agents who are required to wear steel bottom boots, hazmat suits, and must be harnessed into an automatic winching system. All areas of soiled floor and walls are to be sprayed, disinfected and rinsed thoroughly. In the event of an accidental eye contact from the agent with SCP-7249, the other attending agent is to hit the emergency retraction button for the winch system, which will immediately pull the agents out of the room where the door will automatically be locked behind them. Waste issued by SCP-7249 must be collected and incinerated. Feeding of SCP-7249 is to take place daily and is to consist of freshly extracted human teeth, which are to be sourced from dental surgeries and data redacted. Staff are to remain at least five metres away from SCP-7249 at all times and are only to look at SCP-7249 via peripheral vision or via the mirrored walls of the enclosure. Anyone working near SCP-7249 must have safety lines attached to recall winches. Contact with SCP-7249 will result in the immediate recall of all staff and immediate restraint and containment of any exposed individuals. Description of SCP-7249. <coughs> This entity appears to be a large mass of soft, moist flesh resembling oh, that. I use the word moist. <laughs> resembling that of gum and oral tissue. The mass is around four foot tall by two foot wide and has a very uneven surface made up of folds, pits, and lumps. The surface oh. of SCP. P2749 is made up of many clusters of both hair fo follicles and teeth. The follicles protrude from various areas of flesh which are thick and matted. The messy dreadlocked bunches hang down to the floor and are infested with lice and ticks of which a large portion of them seem to have calc be calcified fragments trapped within the tangles. The teeth erupt at random intervals throughout the surface of SCP-7249 and upon further inspection seem loose and precarious. The teeth will shed daily which will fall outwards completely rotten. Previous studies of shed teeth indicate an aggressive breakdown in the calcium and enamel of the rotten teeth, which conclude SCP's food source as is calcium. However, upon experimenting with calcium-fortified substitutions, such as data expunged, SCP-7249 did not absorb them. SCP-7249 is capable of locomotion, However, it does I know. However, it does not move quickly and will bowl itself on a layer of saliva-like mucus that it secretes. This movement is also used in feeding. The SCP will roll forward onto itself and onto healthy extracted teeth in order to replace the rotten teeth it sheds daily. If a human comes into direct contact with any expelled teeth, the human will immediately begin erupting teeth from areas of their body from which the sweat glands are present. 
if a subject makes direct eye contact with SCP-7249, the victim will forcibly remove its own teeth, pulling them from his or her mouth through any means necessary. This includes accidents involving degloved fingers by pushing them through face bar guards, entering through the jaw and ripping out their throat in order to bury their fingers through their flesh to get out their teeth. The teeth, if gained access to, are then pulled out offered to SCP-7249 as a bounty. So You know what? It's like uh, it's like you knew that I hate anything to do with teeth. <laughs> a lot of you people know, like, do. I've got a wobbly tooth. Look at it. <laughs> Get the fuck away from me. I hate teeth. <laughs> I hate this whole tooth nightmare that I have. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you think, honestly, for like... You well, do you know what? We'll find out next episode if it's been accepted, because if not, I'm going to be fuming because that's disgusting. <laughs> I'll specifically write to the 50-year-old virgins myself. Yes, <laughs> Foundation. So, um, I really like it. The only thing I would change, um, so the people that clean it, instead of referring to them as agents, refer to them as D-class personnel. Perfect, uh, yes. So I'd need- yeah, D-class personnel are basically uh, prisoners on death row that gets um, they get given the option to either die or work at the SCP Foundation for a limited amount of time, and then they get the freedom if they survive it. Um, freedom, uh, but... yeah, so they're basically like the meat shields of the Foundation. They go no. and do all the dangerous stuff. I, the only thing I change is the locomotion because it just makes me think it starts doing the fucking dance. <laughs> Maybe it does. Maybe that's yeah. another edge. <laughs> um, I mean, it was pretty interesting coming up with everything uh, and who knows if uh, it gets finished and I submit it then I'm sure I'll mention it again oh my god listen vibes people that listen to it if you still fucking listen to us write in with yours yeah if anybody's got a cool idea or recently or already knows about the scp foundation you have a favorite scp or maybe you know you have an idea for one and you just want to talk about it send us a message you never know what what might come through there um so going back to danny then um if you want to continue with some more of your scps that you've found this this week yeah okay so this one um this one is not a dangerous one per se, but it's more of an interesting one. Uh, so this one is SCP-426, uh, or I am a toaster, is <laughs> its little tag name. Um, it's so, I... I am a toaster. Oh. Okay, so SCP-426, object class Euclid, special containment procedures. I am to be sealed in a chamber with no windows through uh, through which I may be viewed. The door to my chamber must be uh, have a label completely unrelated to my designation or identity in order to prevent unintended spread of my primary effect. Only level three and above personnel are to know of my presence and particularly of my properties. Assigned personnel are to be rotated out on a monthly basis to prevent contamination by my secondary effect. Uh, psych- psychiatric evaluation is mandatory at the end of the month. If personnel are deemed unaffected, they may be reassigned to me no less than four months after their last rotation with me. Any affected personnel are to be given a Class C amnes- uh, amnesthetic 
and transferred to a different site. So an ominous egg basically makes you forget. So it's like the uh, men in black little stick that they flash at you. Yeah, yeah. But it's like a, a pill or something. Awesome. Yeah. So description. Hello, I am SCP-426. I must be introduced this way in order to prevent ambiguity. I am an ordinary toaster, able to toast bread when, when supplied with electricity. However, when any human being mentions me, they inadvertently refer to me in the first person. Despite all attempts, there is yet uh, to be a way to speak or write about me in the third person. When in my continuous presence for over two months, individuals begin to identify themselves as a toaster, unless forcibly restrained, these people will ultimately harm themselves in their attempt to emulate my standard functions. <laughs> I was discovered in the home of Redacted Family after the gruesome deaths of three of its members. I had been given to the younger Mr. and Mrs. Redacted as a wedding gift. No card or any other identifying markings had been found on my box. Approximately two months after the family received me, fire crews were dispatched to the home due to an electrical fire. The younger Mrs. Redacted died from the electric discharge that she had caused when attempting to devour an electric socket. The other two victims had died shortly before the fire occurred. The elder Mrs. Redacted had gorged herself with nearly 10 kilograms of bread before her stomach burst and she died of internal bleeding. Like the younger Mr. Redacted <laughs> died of severe blood loss after attempting Redacted with me. The sole survivor was the elder Mr. Redacted, who uh, was suffering from severe malnutrition. He stated that he had inserted some bread a week prior and was still waiting for the toast to pop out. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was confiscated by the foundation after police noted my unusual properties. A class C amnesthetic was administered to the affected officers. Uh, so we've got a, a few experiment logs here. Uh, if you want me to read those. Go, I'm, I'm invested in this toaster. Okay, so date redacted. D-class personnel procedure. D-class personnel 426 was asked to describe what he believed was contained in my chamber. He was not informed about my identity or properties. Uh, D-Class 426 stated, I'm probably some huge monster holed up in there. That's what you guys have all over the place, right? D-426 remained oblivious to his use of the first person pronoun. And then we've got experiment log two. Uh, D-Class personnel 426-2, uh, so this is the second one. Um, Dash 2 was placed in my chamber and given regular meals throughout, uh, through a dispenser. No communication with Dash 2 was permitted. Multiple cameras were situated in the chamber, positioned so that I was outside of their field of vision, but allowing constant observation of Dash 2. We remained sealed until my secondary effect mani uh, manifested in the subject. I was bolted to the floor so that I could not be moved into, ca into a camera's view. After 45 days of isolation, Dash 2 wrapped his arms around me and began conversing with me, saying that we were brothers. <laughs> Dash 2 never de deviated from using the first person plural when speaking with me. Subject was terminated one hour after this event. It's theorized that the isolation accelerated the progress of my secondary effect. And then we've got experiment log three. Uh, so this is D-class 426-3. A screw was removed from me and shown to D-class 426-3, uh, who was asked to describe it. 426-3 was not informed about my identity or properties. Dash 3 referred to it as my screw, consistent with experiment 426-1. The subject was obvious of his use of the first person in his description, 
this suggests that even if I were destroyed, my effects would still be inherent in my remains. And then we've got the fourth and final experiment log, dash four. Uh, D-class was placed in an isolation in a cell adjacent to my chamber to be observed until my secondary effect manifested. Details, no, ob no effects appeared. Um, the D-class was terminated 90 days after the start of the experiment. Uh, and then at the bottom, there's a little footnote uh, written by one of the doctors who work there. It said, thank God there are some limits to my effects. A lot of us were really starting to get worried about me. Doctor redacted. <laughs> it's quite, a, it's, that is actually a really funny one, how it'll just start, obviously, um, as, as a writing third person and then just swap over to first. It's really cleverly done. Um, you think about it, like, I think that's still quite scary. This toast has just got this magical effect of like, got, but to be honest though, how much bread did you eat? 12 10 kilograms? Nah, it's not. Fucking <laughs> Lunchtime. How, how, much is that, how much does a regular Warburton's loaf weigh, I wonder? Uh, you can use other bread brands besides Warburton's. I'm just biased. <laughs> Bloody hell, I'm going to have to redact all of these brands. 12, brand 12, yeah. 12 kilograms. <laughs> other brands uh, may vary. That's that's twenty six point four pounds of bread. It's fucking not, mate. <laughs> I do that in an hour. You like you want some toast? Oh. That's what Joel brings. In. I wonder how many loaves that is. Do you reckon that's like what 10, 10 20 loaves of bread? All right, see yeah. now I'm gonna we'll have right. to find out. How much does it? Mate, I've I've got IBS. If I had that much bread, you wouldn't see me for a month. <laughs> <laughs> I would be gone. Right, a loaf of bread is about a pound. Right. And so, so yeah, like twenty four loaves. Yeah. Again, not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe she would, you know, celiac, and it wasn't gluten free. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> think of the <laughs> think of the amount of gluten coursing through that poor woman's veins. Oh God, I am gluten. Did <laughs> <laughs> you know, like in in them, um, always Sunny was like, I'm pure. Yeah. I've become a gluten based be like. <laughs> <laughs> right so Dan if you want to tell us one more pick your favourite um, well I've got two more I've got two more but one of them is literally like four sentences long alright okay. well do, do you know what you've convinced yeah. me yeah we little spider monkey okay, so I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave the four sentence one as the last one that's the joke one so that's a little treat for the end for all of your listeners okay <laughs> We don't uh, have a lot. Don't get excited. <laughs> Hi, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think my mum listens to it. <laughs> I don't want to cry. Right, go on. So this one, this one is SCP-294. Okay. Uh, this one is the drinks machine. So SCP-294, object class Euclid. Special containment procedures. There are no standard special containment procedures on the file for this item. Uh, however, only personnel of security clearance level 2 or higher are allowed to interact with it. SCP-294 is currently being stored in the second floor personal break room and is monitored by two guards of security clearance level 3 at all times. SCP-294 appears to be a standard coffee vending machine. The only noticeable difference being an entry touchpad with buttons corresponding to an English QWERTY keyboard. Upon depositing 50 cents US currency into the coin slot, the user is prompted to enter the name of any liquid using the touchpad. Upon doing so, a standard 12-ounce paper drinking cup is placed and the liquid indicated is poured. 
97 initial test runs were performed, including requests for water, coffee, beer, and soda, non-consumable liquids such as sulfuric acid, wiper fluid, and motor oil, as well as substances that do not usually exist in liquid state, such as nitrogen, iron, and glass, and each one returned a success. Test runs with solid materials such as diamond have failed, however, as it appears that 294 can only deliver substances that can exist in a liquid state. It is of note that after approximately 50 uses, the machine would not respond to further requests. After a period of approximately 90 minutes, the machine seemed to have restocked itself. It is also interesting to note that many caustic liquids uh, that would have eaten through a normal paper cup seems to have no effect on the cups dispensed by the machine. Testing is ongoing. A suggested SCP-294 was moved to the second floor uh, personnel break room as a money-saving venture following incident 294-1, which I'll read in a bit. Uh, guards, guards were stationed at the item and security clearance became necessary to interact with it. Uh, so there's a little document regarding the Dash 1, which I've just mentioned. On August 21st, 2005, Agent Joseph Redacted attempted to use item at two, uh, 294 to obtain coffee during his allocated uh, break time at 9.30 a.m. At the request of Agent Redacted to see what it would do, Redacted requested a cup of joe from the item. Moments after confirming the selection, Agent Joseph Redacted began to sweat profusely and complained of dizziness before collapsing. Oh, no. After moving, <laughs> after moving the... Uh, unconscious agent to the infirmary, the medical team recovered the contents of the cup dispensed by SCP-249. A combination of blood tissue and other bodily fluids testing revealed the DNA sequence of the biological material dispensed by 294 uh, matched that of the agent. Agent Blank, uh, redacted, sorry, uh, made a complete recovery after four weeks of rest and intravenous hydration. X-rays and CAT scans showed no further sign of injury. Uh, and redacted was released. Both agents were reprimanded. Additional security measures uh, to 294 have been recommended. Uh, addendum 294F. After reviewing the uh, documentation of SCP-294, redacted suggested testing 294's ability to retrieve specific liquids from a distance. Uh, <clears throat> with the overseeing of uh, 05 data expunged, a cup of SCP-075 uh, secretion was used as input. The product was proven to be a, re a requested liquid and the cup was able to successfully contain the material. However, oh, sorry, I've lost my place. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. Okay. Uh, however, the report for the incident 075-07 was acknowledged two hours after the test. A containment procedure, uh, procedure breach had occurred exactly the same time this test was taking place, waking 075 to its active stage. It was able to secrete an amount of basic solution equal to the capacity of the coffee cup before emergency containment procedure was applied and was rendered passive. The liquid was not found in the post-incident investigation. Uh, so yeah, there's there's quite a bit more to this one, but um, I'll leave that to the viewers uh, if they want to read the rest of that because it is a bit of a long one. But I thought I'd just give you a sort of a brief overlook of that one. I really like that one. Magic I think yeah. that's a really cool idea. I like how it's like vending out people, people's blood and stuff. That's really cool. <laughs> so that one. 
Um, that one is actually in that uh, STP containment breach game I've told you about, and it does work with a lot of things. Like if you put lava in, into the thing, it actually dispenses lava, and if you drink it, you die immediately. Um, or I think I think you can put weed in it, gives you liquid weed, and it makes your screen go all funny. Yay! Stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's perked up. <laughs> <laughs> Just the thought of the weed, of the, the devil's lettuce. I'm so excited. <laughs> right. Okay, so this last one, as I said, um, it's four or five sentences long. So this one, it's the joke one. So a joke one will have J on the end. So this one is SCP dash uh, underscore, 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 hyphen J. Um, mm-hmm. So this one, object class, it's not been filled in. Special containment procedures, in a box in my office. <laughs> Description, it's a rock that makes you procrastinate. <laughs> Addendum, probably, probably mimetic or something. I'll finish writing this up later, Dr. Vang. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it. <laughs> a rock that makes you procrastinate. I'll just finish this later. Love it. Um, yeah, so um, we've had a good mix of different types of SCPs and information. Um, there's, there's a lot of things with the whole fandom, to be honest. There's a lot of things to like learn about. There's a lot of SCPs. There's probably like I think there's thousands by now. Um, some of them are oh, yeah, thousands, amazing. Thousands. Some of them are really popular. Um, I think as like a as as like a wormhole to go down of like a fandom. This is quite an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. I feel it, like what's it? Looking at the website, it puts everything into place easier than fucking creepypasta and Reddit and shit. So yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. I want everyone to send in the ones that yeah. they read. Absolutely terrify them. There's yeah. a lot of them. Um, so I many. Think there's, I think there's five series and each series has a, a thousand in them, roughly. Yeah. So there's uh, a and If you're feeling really lazy, there is a list um, on the actual website of like the top rated ones. And there's some that are really cool. They've got like a like an interactive element. There's one that looks like a little tablet, and as you click on it, you can like read through all the logs and things like that. Uh, and there's one that's made entirely of pictures because you can't like there's something with it, like it fucks with your mind, so you can't read about it or like write about it or anything. I love, I love. I know I take the piss and say like, oh, you know, like they're just sad little old men. But I do. <laughs> this. I once got you know the hunter killer game. Yes, yes, I've got that too. It's the same kind of thing where it's so well done and like everything's fought out and I love shit like that. Yeah. So I, I, they should bring out like a Pokemon Go where you have to go find the subjects. Just blow my own mind. Is that not just Pokemon Go? (laughs) We're not collecting Pokemon, we're collecting... Oh, I see, I see SCPs right down here, down here. Yeah, that, I don't know if I'd want to do that actually. (laughs) Considering some that I've read, I don't know if I want that. (laughs) Go find the toaster. <laughs> Suddenly you start talking, I am the toaster. Yeah. <laughs> you eat like 12 pounds. I was of the bread up myself and we're pretty come out. It's like, oh my god, Joelle, did you eat 12 pounds of bread? And just be like, I'm the toaster. Oh, it's fine then. <laughs> You're just there with your shifty eyes. <laughs> well, you ate like 12 pounds of bread, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm not eating the toast. I'm, I'm just a fat bastard. <laughs> I just love me some bread. <laughs> He's a fat cunt, me. <laughs> I'm so nice to myself. Um, ribs it again. I actually might get some bread from shop, like proper, like you know, like crusty bread. Oh, like soft. 
Yeah, but like crusty, soft on the inside, crusty on the outside. Met like a nice sandwich, do you know what I mean? Might have some of them vegan sausages. Oh, guys, okay, well, excited. <laughs> Ducks so, everywhere, like. So actually, while we're, on the subject of, um, <laughs> while we're on the subject of food, I'd just like to give a shout out to my girlfriend, Sophie, because she cooks all of the really nice things for me that I can't have anymore. She makes them all vegan. Uh, yeah, so Sophie, big shout out to you. Uh, for, for feeding me things that I can no longer eat normally. Um, I mean, listen, we never said that shout outs were allowed, but we'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, this one, this one's special. To be fair, I, I do love Sophie. She's well fit. And uh, yeah. I don't know she is, her as well. Yay, Sophie. And she loves frogs too. So. All right. Oh, that fucking thing I tagged you in with the frogs. I were crazy. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, next week I get I get to pick the subject next week. We won't have a guest next week. Um you you are so special, Danny, you don't even understand. You're the <laughs> child. You're I'm like blessed. truly blessed. Truly blessed. Yeah. We're nearly still across next. Well, um I mean I've, I've um I've really enjoyed this. So I'd I'd love to appear again if uh, if uh, you know the people enjoy me. Uh, yeah, let's see if you get big ratings up, yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen to ratings. <laughs> If not, you're yeah. gone. You're sacked yeah, so, um, off. You're done. Could return Contract for another end. one if you people request it. Yeah, true. I'll send it to your mates, Dan. Get some listeners. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, well, um, I'll get some peeps on it. Cool. Peeps. Get away from me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've uh, got an idea for next week. All right. But I'll discuss it when we're off Skype. There was one thing whilst I was going to say whilst I was on Skype, because do you know what? Why not? Have you watched The Boys yet? Never fuck. <gasps> <I've> been... <laughs> oh, good. I've been watching uh, the new series of Unsolved Mysteries. So, what do you want from me? It's the true crime one, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the same. That it's the the supernatural ones that are the best. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I have a I have a, a BuzzFeed Unsolved mug that's like wheezes size. <laughs> I love it. Um, Do you remember um, Beyond Belief Fact or Fiction? That was yes. a great show. Hell yes. Every is day. that the guy? Is that the one where it's like, have you ever? Yeah. 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 And he's got like a beard. He was in Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. He's like, have you ever eaten so much bread you thought you were a toaster? <laughs> this, <laughs> this time on Fact. Oh. Did you ever put your friend's name on a coffee machine and he fell over? <laughs> This time. Been to a claim. <laughs> well, it's been fun. It's been really fun. And one last thing to mention before we go. Uh, last week, we wanted to know if people would rather have their eyes pecked out by birds or have to walk on curls for the rest of um, their lives. Um, the majority, and I'm going to say at least 80% of people, would rather walk on hot curls. I don't No, it's so wrong. No. I mean, however, um, one person who took the poll said that they would be happy to um, have their eyes picked out because it meant that they could feed the birds and also befriend the birds uh, and hopefully have a a large flock of birds um, as friends. That person was Sophie, who we gave the shout out to. Thank you, Sophie. (laughs) The the birds thank you as well. (laughs) You know when you said there's one person that thing, I was like, that woman, Julianne, you don't have to say, that one person that clicks birds with me. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, right. Until next week, guys. Thanks for listening. Stay spooky, eat a pumpkin. And um, since I won't be on the next one, have a great Halloween. Absolutely. <laughs> Peace out, guys. Spooky. Bye. Spooky dookie. Bye-bye. What? What?